Welcome to Pyro Talk, the podcast that brings the boom. If you love salutes, lampares, girandolas, and the shiki camaros, then you're in the right place. It's time to bring the boom. That's right. Pyro Talk back on the air. Joining me today, Dave Atkins, Super Dave, if you know him on uh, the Facebooks, anywhere else. <laughs> good guy, JM Displays. Dave, so good to have you on. How you been doing? Doing great. Good, doing really great here, Jason. Uh, super excited to talk to you, uh, to be a part of this uh, uh, format. I do listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff as well, so it's great to be on one. So uh, I, hey, I like it. It, it's good stuff. It's a great way to share information. And that's the thing is what I've learned from everybody that I've talked to about doing this is that the, the whole goal I think everybody has is get good, correct information out to as many shooters as we can, or people that are interested, whether they're shooting, whether they're buying, whether they're watching, whatever. And so I'm just so happy to have so many people that want to uh, be part of sending out that, that, that good information, that good message. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you, the biggest thing is safety. I mean, we are dealing with explosives. Oh, yeah. Uh, and 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 then that's the that's the, the scary part of it. But yet the fun part as well. Um, so we uh, on the safety standpoint, we, we do a lot with training. Uh, all our training is free. We try to make it accessible as possible with uh, live interaction training. Uh, and then as well as some online training, we partner up with APA to conduct uh, a better training format for people uh more i would say not really cookie cutter but really in depth in certain areas so you're not just focused on a general application mm -hmm. you know electronic firing hand firing shooting off of barges shooting off of rooftops every different aspect of firing we can train that shooter to do that in a in the the safest way possible mm -hmm. so with the online training you can do it at the easeability when you get off work you can spend a couple hours a day learning it and then if you have time spend the weekend with us at one of our live trainings and actually get some uh not necessarily hands-on with the explosive but hands-on with the equipment understand what they're talking about when they see a rack you know right. what the weight is you know so with that we've adapted uh the training online and offline together so it kind of works as a whole so you can do some online training and then do the uh uh live action training as well so that's that's a big big help for us oh absolutely and you know and of course i shoot with you guys and have been a part of those trainings for quite a while now and and i'm so glad they are available um and i know it's apa now that you guys kind of use at one time it was pgi training it if i remember was that is that correct or was that something different no, we haven't really done any that's something different. We've done our own training based on some uh, PGI training and stuff. We used oh, okay. to offer that back in the 90s and stuff. And then when APA started producing their training, mm -hmm. we were able to adapt with them. Uh, nothing wrong with the PGI training, uh, but APA, again, is more in-depth, more structured to the shooter as well as display company. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, both trainings are really, really, uh, really good. So if you get a chance, definitely take both of them, PGI and APA um so that's that's a big big uh big part of everything yeah sure you know and the other thing i find is that you know experience goes a long way um whether it's going out and and learning from someone else's experiences whether it's uh something good that happened or maybe a, a mistake that happened i mean we've all been there learn from something um but i mean it, it's the opportunity to go um 
and uh, to go out and just see really good stuff. And, uh, you know, it, I think there's something to be said about, hey, find, find an experienced person to shoot with. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, this, uh, we, uh, I guess, how would you explain? We've been doing a local uh, radio ad uh, to recruit shooters and stuff. And then this year I actually took uh, all brand new shooters on my shoot site oh, and wow. was able to train them and really safely as well as some experienced shooters there so uh the show i shot was muscatine iowa and we had some guys that were retiring from mm -hmm. shooting and then training these new guys to replace them so we had some guys that have been shooting for shoot i've only i've been shooting for 22 years these guys have been shooting the show probably close to 30 years mm -hmm. so when i came up and showed them i was training not only these new guys as retraining the old guys they're setting their ways i mean when you're shooting the same show for <laughs> over 20 years you just come as a routine and just do it well i came in and we we had uh you know the metal racks we had a cobra we had a cobra firing system and we took at least five hours out of five hours we shortened the setup by five hours by having by planning out the show ahead of time uh having new guys there but just making it quicker because these guys have you know set it up this way so i'm like okay guys we're gonna set it up this way and it's gonna be quicker we're gonna put you know the fours over here fives over here six over here make pods and stuff and they were really impressed I mean, they're like we've been shooting for 20 years and we didn't think about doing this to make it quicker Mm -hmm. So they, the, the, even the guys that have been seasoned for 20 years were learning new stuff. And the guys that were uh, new that year, they were just like, oh, this is, this is, oh, this is nice. So again, we had over 400 cues uh, shot in that show. And I think we had uh, four shells that didn't go. One was a finale shell. They got pulled out of the finale chain. Uh, one was a bad e-match. The uh, composition on the head was busted, so it didn't uh, do. And I had three that were pulled out due to other wires flipping around and, and snagging them. So yep. having 400 plus cues and only having three shells didn't go, that's pretty good percentage. So we're yep. going to, you know, obviously we log that in. The customer will get credit for that next year. So yep. they'll see those four shells or four shells in their show next year free of charge. And, and then we carry on. So that's the biggest thing was the safety shooting that much product for 20 minutes uh spectacular show and everyone went home safe yeah, exactly exactly and i want to touch on that you know going and, and seeing other other pyros mm -hmm. um you know uh a few years ago and, and you and i have, have talked about this before um I, I had a chance to shoot with some other crews up in my area just they needed some help and i said hey can you come out and i'm like well heck yeah and you're right, you know, you learn, you see somebody do something different than what you've always known. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden you start saying, you know, what? we could probably do that, you know, and, and, and to the extent we're like, and, and, and you've met, I think you met my dad, you certainly oh, yeah. dealt with him with different things. And, you know, he, he's an old boy shooting for 31, 32 years and, you know, always did it the same way. And it, it takes time to get him to, to warm up to some ideas. Um, which is understandable. I mean, that's, that's nature of the beast. It's exactly what you're just talking about. Um, but I mean, when I went and worked with that other crew, the way they were, what they were using to hold up their, or to, to uh, secure their, their racks completely changed what we were doing. Cause before we were using eye hooks and re-rod, which we thought was okay. And then we saw them taking boards and plywood boards into the side, screwing top and bottom. We're like, that makes a lot more sense, especially if you start arranging pots. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so, I mean, it's completely changed how we do that. Uh, it's completely that that influenced how we change doing our finales. A lot of times, uh, and, and I will admit, somebody I know who is older than me that we may have already mentioned still has a mile long line of racks going down, you know, right. They were taking five racks and kind of fan them, fanning them out, put a board on each side, and then you just run them back and forth. And it did a really nice job of spreading the sky. And we also found that we had less problems with humidity affecting the speed of our finale chains, or every once in a while, you know, you get one that, that'll quit in the middle of it on you. And you got to relight the darn thing. We hadn't, we've had very few instances of that, even in the most humid of uh, conditions. Um, so, I mean, just two th small things that we picked up on that number one have made us much more efficient. And number two, uh, we feel do a better job of securing. So better safety. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing is trying to make the best show possible for the customer. Mm -hmm. And uh, by doing that, again, spanning the racks is a key keynote, especially with the finale and stuff. You're not shooting it all up in the air, creating a whiteout scenario or, um, again, shooting pairs, fanning them out so they spread apart so you get better sky coverage. Yep. You know, small things like that you do preemptively makes the show better. And, and it just makes the customer really impressed with like, wow, they actually thought about it versus just pulling up, shooting it all straight in the air as fast as you can and moving on. So. Again, it's, it's just checking those those kind of things out um, do a lot for the customer as well as the shooter, you know. Sure. You know, I'm curious, what are some of your favorite effects to use? Um, I like to do, if we if we got cakes available, I always like doing a layered cake effect. Uh, depending, most of the shows I shoot off the floor are small, small budgeted shows. So again, it, it does eat up the budget when you're shooting a cake and shells on top of it because you're burning all that stuff up. So I like doing combos of like matching, uh, contrasting colors, not necessarily um, like, but uh, do like a blue cake with like yellow on top mm. or um, do like pairs. Instead of doing pairs, they're shooting two shells at the same time of the same effect, mm -hmm. linking the show and shooting that same shell twice. So you shoot once and follow it up again so you're getting a little bit more duration of the shell, of the show, of the show, but then the, the, the people watching it, oh, they see that effect and it might be two pattern shells. So it's two smiley faces. So the first one, they might caught them off guard. But well, if you follow it up again, all of these, they, then they understand, oh, it's a smiley face. Sure. Or yeah. mirrors and stuff or long duration uh, effects. But instead of shooting two of them at a time in a, a low budget to a low budget show, uh, you shoot them back to back, so you you increase the duration of the show. Now, if you have a bigger budgeted show, get say north of fifteen twenty thousand, you're not going to shoot threes by themselves. You right. want to shoot you shoot those in pairs and stuff, and it, and you you fan them out and it create that effect. Uh, my my favorite effects are you know putting like a willow with a peony. So mm -hmm. you get the willow effect, and you have that bright color or a sub another color with it. Uh, so you get kind of a willow effect and then like a multicolored dahlia in it. So sure. it kind of uh, enri uh, richens the, uh, the, the effect and stuff. Um, obviously the cylinder show, cell, uh, shells, you can't go wrong with, with, you know, the artillery, the whistles, mm -hmm. uh, those are really good effects. So you try to design the show based on, uh, those effects and just let them linger. So we have the, uh, Spanish shells that we carry with the farfalla. It's like a spinning, spinning effect, but it's really bushy. It looks like a little helicopter, if you will. And they mm -hmm. break in these beautiful rings 
with a good center of color. So sure, sure, yeah, and and that we noticed a lot, lot more Spanish shells uh, when we were looking through our stuff for our Fourth of July show, um, and they performed so well. We really, really like those. Um, you know, like you said, there's some good, some good canister stuff. There's some good uh, multi-break stuff that we got this year that we we were really, 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 really. Uh, uh, I don't want to say satisfied is not the right word. Um, excited. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, yeah, we, we really liked what we saw. You know, it just it's 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 good stuff. And I mean, you you know, it's good stuff when you're sitting there, you push the button, it goes off, you hear the break, and all of a sudden you hear the crowd. You know, um, right. from 500 feet, and you can hear them. Like, okay, yeah, they like that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's and that's the biggest thing. Going back to you know shooting shows and stuff, and then with these new guys, we were uh, so we were shooting on the Illinois side of Iowa for the customer of the Muscatine, the city of Muscatine on the Iowa side, and you know that length of that uh, area, we're talking a couple thousand feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Muscatine and the Illinois side through the Mississippi. And we got done and we shot that 12-inch shell after the show, after the finale and everything. I've never heard a crowd yell that loud. <laughs> I believe it. They were cheering, hooting and hollering. I mean, and I looked at guys and like, you know, that's that's for you guys. I mean, you guys did this. They're cheering for you. And I always tell people how awesome when you get off work, you open up the door and you hear all these people cheering because you did a great job. You oh, know? Exactly. I mean, that to me yeah. is worth, worth all that, uh, all the work is stuff. It's like, people are cheering you to get out work. I mean, you work at a, let's say a, like a cookie factory or something, you don't open up the door and people outside are like, way to go. You made those great cookies, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know, know, that's a great way to think about it. Yeah. I mean, people are celebrating. I mean, I shoot the local B show here at the, the, the uh, Pioneer, at the Wooden Bat League, if you will. And mm-hmm. I get done shooting. It's a really small show. And every time I get done, the whole crowd is cheering, mm-hmm. you know, thinking, you know, way to go. That's, that's awesome. They're celebrating the win as well as, you know, everything. And you get done, you go through the, uh, you go out that night at the, like the local uh, restaurant or something. The guy goes, great show last night. Thanks a lot. And, you know, to me right there, that's, that speaks highly of, of what we do. I mean, these people are taking time off their nine to five job, taking vacation to spend it shooting fireworks for our company and then they go to their local, you know, bar or restaurant, and they're getting thank yous and and and, and drink spot for them. Say, so, hey, thanks for shooting that show last night. It was really good. And the people call me up and go, I don't. I go work at a bank every day. They don't want to get off work and go to you know the uh, you know kids function. They're like, they don't come up and be like, hey, way to way to cash my check last night. I really appreciate that. You yeah. know, <laughs> no, so, that's I mean, that's such a as as the shooter and stuff being like the quote hometown hero shooting the show for everybody that's what we're trying to do and these people they love doing it i mean the the money's good as well as just the the camaraderie of of supporting your local uh business you know uh and shooting the show so i mean that's where i look at it is it's 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 just fun being able to be that that guy for the night people are cheering you feel like a celebrity you know people high-fiving and everything well and i like you know use the word camaraderie and i love that because that that is what my crews are. And I should say they're, they, they started out as dad's crews. And actually before that was Paul Nichols crews, but you know, that's what it is. It's, it's guy time, you know, I yeah. mean, um, yes, we're, we're working hard. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sweat put in, but there's a lot of jokes told. There's a lot of stories told. There may be a little bit of gas passed there. The whole thing, just guys being guys. And we've had some women what? working with us too. And, and we've had a great time with that. Um, but you know, m- most of my crews just happen to be guys. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it's just it's it's just a fun time with friends about you know doing something for a common purpose and and then yeah people cheer for it afterwards and you know i i will say on, on the fourth i kind of figured i could tell we had a pretty good finale going just everything was rolling right and some stuff it's like yep we got a good one and i as soon as i saw the last shell go up i grabbed my helmet and you know we use the lumberjack helmets i popped my my earphone off and i'm like this is going to be a good one um not from the sound of the shell but yep we could hear him screaming <laughs> and i uh, was like yeah i'm gonna soak that up just a little bit here <laughs> absolutely yeah so speaking of the guy time so my brother-in-law justin he works for uh, jm as well his whole team was all girls it was his wife and three of her friends so it was, you know, so it was Team Girl with Justin, and they lifted uh, over twenty thousand dollars in fireworks on July fourth. Holy so, cow! And they used uh, it's a firing system called Pyro Digital, so it okay. is with cables and stuff like that, all computerized and stuff. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, you know, it's it's people doing it. Like I said, me and my wife, we shot, uh, we shot the first, second, third, and then she went with Justin to shoot on the fourth. Okay. So, uh, and then we shot uh, the John Deere Classic on Wednesday, which is the uh, a party for the players and stuff at the uh, um, John Deere Proving Grounds. Yep. The Wednesday before that. So, I mean, we had, she had four shows in before she even started on the 4th of July. <laughs> Dave, I got to start hanging out with you. You got all the good shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I got, hopefully here, I might be having another good one coming up here. Uh, we're still working on some permits and stuff like that. But there's a, I don't know if you listen to Octane or anything or Hard Rock or a little bit. Or like that. Uh, there's a little artist called Jelly Roll. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at possibly doing three dates with him. Oh, um, wow. uh, we've already done two music videos, uh, two music videos for him and a couple other concerts. But we're looking at doing uh, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Uh, there's, he's touring locally here in the Midwest and he's called us up to, uh, partake in his, uh, concert oh, nice. so we'll be doing flames and pyrotechnics for his concert. Hopefully if, if the biggest thing with these, uh, is not necessarily, yes, we can do it if mm-hmm. they allow us again, it's all the paperwork, all the permitting and, and, and licensing and stuff. And then it takes a lot of that prior to, to get the okie dokie. So even mm-hmm. though. Um, it's just a couple flames and maybe some gerbs and maybe some comets. They might not approve it due to, you know, permitting or or um, the HJ says we're too close or do something like that. So there's a lot of work prior to to get something of that magnitude up and running. So we're hopefully going to get that going uh, next week. I, I got a show this week uh, locally in Cedar Rapids for uh, a client. Uh, his wife is turning 50 years old, so he's doing a big fire show for her. Uh, which has been really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just one thing after another. I mean, we're, we're going to, we're, I think we're looking at about 50 shows this upcoming weekend. Holy cow. Yeah. Throughout you know, the country. It, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is JM is coast to coast and darn near border to border now. Um, well, we've, we've actually on that, we've actually uh, with the, with, with COVID stuff, we actually, uh, we uh, kind of shrank down our business a little bit. We, uh, shut down our color uh, california operation uh during covid because of the expense and there's just uh, the uh, dry outs and stuff like that it just wasn't couldn't couldn't keep it running and sure. then one of our sales reps that's been working for us for probably oh 10 years decided to go on his own so he bought his uh area so sure. he he 
came to uh, he came to Jim and said, "Hey, I want to I want to take over this part of the company." Dad said, "Okay, this is what's going to cost." He bought the racks, the firing systems, and everything, and we helped him. And now he bought our East Coast operation, so he's hmm. running his area out there. So right now, uh, we during that, so we sold two areas. And then Jim was able, uh, Jim was uh, uh, offered two other companies. We inherited uh, a company in um, Illinois, and then we bought a company in uh, Minnesota. So pretty much we stem from Colorado to Indiana, east and west, and then north as far as Duluth, Minnesota. And I say about 800 feet into the Gulf of Mexico because we do some shows in Louisiana as well. Oh, so sure. Okay. Pretty much more Midwest driven now. Sure. So and it's easier to logistically run that kind of operation versus trying to get everything over to Atlanta or crossing the mountains over to California and stuff. Yeah, and, well, I, and that makes sense. That's that's a lot of miles to cover. Uh, right. You know, that's a lot of miles to cover. It, it is. It is. And then we still do an operation. We still have an operation out in Hawaii, mm. and then that's pretty well um, self-contained because what we do there is we just pretty much put a. Uh, a um, container here. We load it up with the fireworks and everything. We have crews over there in Hawaii. We throw it on the rail. It goes over to Long Beach, gets on a boat, gets shipped over, and they run that run that operation out there. So there you go. Uh, haven't, had, haven't had the luxury to go out there and check out that location yet, but uh, it's on my bucket list. There you go. There you go. Uh, you know, and, and I don't know how much you can say on some of this, but what are some of the, the uh, shows that that people in the Midwest or, or around the country would recognize that J&M displays are involved with? Well, um, let's see here. Well, we had uh, Red, White and Boom there on uh, up there in the Quad Cities. Um, we do shoot uh, Prairie Grow, uh, Prairie Meadows, big racetrack mm. up there in Des Moines. Um we got uh, pretty much all the city shows in Omaha. Um, trying to give anything else. We, uh, we did new, we do New Year's Eve shows down in Louisiana mm. and uh, Colorado and stuff. So sure. we've we've done some high high uh, high profile shows as well uh, for concerts and whatnot. So uh, have you guys done the Super Bowl? I thought I had heard that you guys did. Yeah, I was. Uh, we did Super Bowl. Um, it was. Let me look at my business card. I did a. I was uh, partaking in that one. It was uh, that one right there. It's the Super Bowl ah. we did. Ah, um, yes. 47. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, now, the question is, how do I get into that one? <laughs> well, that, that's availability because we didn't actually technically do the indoor part of the Super Bowl. That was hmm. another company. We did all the exterior stuff out there in New Orleans. So on Thursday night, we had barges coming up the Mississippi with the big Roman numerals shooting fireworks off. Mm-hmm. And that was the showing that, you know, the Super Bowl was coming into town. And then yep. Friday night was the commissioner's ball. And we mm-hmm. shot fireworks for that. And then Saturday we were off and we didn't do anything indoor because that's another stage effects company that does that, that, sure. that part. So we did all the exterior uh, shows on that. And that's just pretty much availability. And we have, again, we have crews down there. Sure. to to uh shoot those shows i was just lucky enough to go down because i had someone had to deliver the pyro so i kind of raised my hand and said I'll, I'll, I'll take that delivery yeah absolutely so, and that's, guys, go ahead um so that's where um where it helps out a lot so if you i mean a lot of people like how to get involved in this most of it the, the product needs to be delivered and that's where i come into part well if you got your hazmat cdl you know say hey deliver this show and you can be a part of it and that's where uh, a lot of uh i guess 
where I come in, it's like, well, I'll deliver the show down there. And while I'm down here, might as well help out with it. So again, that hazmat CDL gives you the con uh, convenience of being a part of it because you have to get it there. I'm like, well, I'm just going to hang out, guys. And if you have any product left over, I'll bring it back with me. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Now you guys do some pl close procs and some indoor stuff as well, correct? Yep. So if you've ever been to a Iowa, Iowa, uh, Iowa basketball game, mm -hmm. there at Harbor Hawkeye, we do all the pyro and flames there or been to a, Oh, Nebraska game, Mizzou, uh, Iowa, Iowa State game. So all those fireworks are us, indoor and outdoor on the stages and stuff like that. So yeah, we we are like we do it from outdoor or indoor. Sure. On that. Okay, excellent. You know, when you start talking about the considerations for outdoor versus indoor, I'm curious how. I'm not even that like close procs versus just a, a, a regular you know, one, three show that you're going to shoot at the town celebration. How different is it as far as planning paperwork and other considerations? So a one, three show can be pretty simple with, you know, getting the permit, getting the shoot site layout, making sure you have enough, uh, uh, you know, your areas, you know, your shoot sites big enough to handle the show shells. So if you had like a, a 400 foot radius shoot site, you could shoot up to four inch shells there. Um, permitting, getting it approved by the uh, AHJ, uh, getting it signed off from everybody, pretty simplistic. Now, when you do indoor procs, a lot more paperwork and a lot more planning has to come in because let's say we're doing a rooftop. How easy is it to access that rooftop? What's the roof made out of? Can we shoot on the roof? Um, who signs off on it? You know, is there going to be, uh, where's the, where's the crowd at? Are they going to be directly underneath the people? Um, so there's a lot more in depth when you get procs. Now with that is more expense because the product, if, if it is close procs and it is, you know, it has to be clean. So there's no debris. That's all pretty much us made products. So it's going to be very expensive because obviously us made stuff is because of hours, labor rules and regulations, what it takes to milk, make that product. Mm -hmm. um, because it has to be precise. Um, so again, and if we, let's say it's indoor, you know, need to know how tall the roof is, what's flammable, you know, your heating and air system, fire suppression. Uh, a lot of those places have smoke detectors in their uh, air handlers. So if it's detentious, uh, detects smoke, it'll shut stuff down, turn on alarms. Uh, some places won't allow you to shut those off because it is a safety hazard. So if there's a fire that's not do caused by the fireworks you just can't turn it off and you know so yeah. people need to be you know well aware of like okay there is fireworks you know the, the alerts will come on but they'll be silenced uh usually there is fire on fire fires or stuff on site to make sure everything goes so indoor and close proc stuff is a lot more stressful because again if you're doing it for a concert and uh, the artist is out of place, you might not be able to shoot because well, he's sitting right next to your, you know, your pyrotechnics or your flame device and you can't hit the button. Right. So, you know, so there's a lot of going into that versus outdoor still, still the same safety precautions for indoor and outdoor, but it's a lot easier because again, you're outside, you're not really uh, worried about, you know, the rooftop or, or, you know, people around you, you know, the, the concert people are right up front Mm -hmm. you know outdoor they're 400 500 feet away right so. yeah it, you know it, it that right there really illustrates and speaks to just how important space is in fireworks shows mm -hmm. you know for safety yeah, I, especially 
Oh, absolutely. I've been to shows before and they, you know, go underneath your caution tape. They want to get as close as you can. I'm looking, I'm like, you understand that this stuff goes up in the air. It's not going to be like right in your face. So I'm going to be 300 feet over here yep. and I'm the, lead, I'm the lead technician. I've done this before and you want to be three feet in front of it. No, that doesn't work. So not a lot to, of, yeah, not to mention the, the, the sore neck from looking straight up. <laughs> oh, so that's that's uh that's what we're working on there that's you know what we work at with with uh distance and and uh ahjs and stuff sure sure well i don't want to take up all your afternoon but man this was a blast i really enjoyed it thank you so much uh, oh, no problem. go ahead we can do this again anytime you know if you want to do something more structured based on you know certain aspects of the company and stuff i'd like to go you know we can go more in depth of how you know dad started the company but i think this is a good uh good illustration of what we do as jm and uh again there'll be you know other ideas and stuff so if we can you know we can get together anytime and absolutely. make some absolutely all right well we'll we'll wrap this one up here and i'll finish this by saying go paint the skies <laughs>